0: Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and with me, as always, is the reigning, defending, undisputed GIF of the decade, Zach Mabry. Zach, how are you, my friend?
1: Matt, I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm so happy to see
0: the 2010s be put behind us. (laughs) You you really did have some of your finest and roughest moments in the 2010s. And I'm not, I'm just saying like you're always thriving and you're always living your best life, obviously. But you know, there was some stuff in there that it was, that it was, you know, a little, it was in it. And I don't even know if it was your fault, you know, I think it was other people's fault, uh, but it was there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those where, like, this was, uh, these were definitely like the 2010s is where I spent my last 10 years. You know, that's true. It's a lot of time. A lot of things happen. Uh, There were the ups, and there were the downs, and there were the in betweens.
1: A lot of things Uh, happened to you too, Matt. Like, um, what you started. I think you got a Twitter.
0: I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was the most. but that was like the most historic thing I did, and you can tweet us at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at hey, it's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry, Z A C Mabry. Email us podcast at romancircusblog dot com. We're on Patreon, Patreon dot com slash Roman Circus Pod. Oh, uh, you know you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a nice give us a nice review on the way out of 2019. And uh, yeah, we're pretty much anywhere podcasts are. Zach, yes. uh, SL, SLS, the Focus Missionary Conference is happening in Phoenix, and I got a text this morning from friend of the show, Lauren at Los Smitty, and she's well, Smitty. yeah, she's here, and she said the exact the exact text was, and uh, let me pull it up. She said. They said popular Catholic podcasts are here, so I have bad news for you. I was like, you know, you know, thanks. It's okay. We would have been there. We just didn't have
1: $8,000 to pay for the entrance fee
0: (laughs) or whatever it costs to go to these things. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're... uh, We're spending, uh, we're spending 2019, the end of 2019, like we spent all of this decade, not quite cool enough to go into places. So, yeah. So what, uh, for the last time this decade, what's in the news, Zach? Well, so some deranged woman, uh, like assaulted Pope Francis outside of, this is, this is breaking news uh, this has happened, this is like within the past 24 hours, right? Yeah, well, at least I became aware of it in the
1: past 24 hours. Same, same. Same, yeah. So popular Catholic Twitter account,
0: Catholic Sat, posted the who video. Ha- and who has praised the podcast in the past?
1: Yeah, he's a friend of the show. He's great. Um, so you just kind of see the Pope, and he's walking, and um, he's waved to people. And, I mean, this woman grabs his arm looks like with like both hands and like jerks him back it looks painful like when your shoulder gets pulled at the joint and he tries to pull his hand away and she won't let go so with uh, his other hand he just kind of lightly hits at her hand and people are like oh he slapped her and blah 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 like she grabbed his hand he didn't he didn't
0: slap her hand after she let go of him it was because she would not let go yeah yeah it was one of those if we were to give her the benefit of the doubt, she probably was so excited to see the Pope. But at the same time, it's not really excusable because you don't, you don't just reach out and grab people and like yank them towards you. Right. I mean, that's it's like
1: the definition of assault. And I mean, if he were any <laughs> other head of state, she would have been tased or sniped or
0: something. Yeah. So no, that is. She got true. lucky they... that
1: all she got was a, a slap from from Papa Francis.
0: Yeah, and listen if he becomes a saint, that is a second-class slap, so. Yeah, that bruise will be a a relic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Her bruised hand. No, I mean, again, and like you said, maybe she did get excited, but, I mean, it was entirely inappropriate, and, you know, I mean, I don't wish her any ill will, but um, nobody should ever, you know, do that to the Pope or really any head of state or just any public figure, podcasters even. Um, you know, I hate when I'm trying to go about my business and then just like somebody grabs me and like, I know they're excited to meet me, but <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, I get it. But, you know. So so that's in yeah, the she looks right like up. one of the flight attendants from United when they dragged that one guy off their flight. <laughs> Remember that?
0: Yeah. When did that happen? Like, was that 2018?
1: No, I think it was 2016 because. Um, I know I was already working at the airline, but I'm trying to think of who was there that day and when they like came and left from the company. I
0: think it was 2016 or early 2017. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, that was great. So that happened. Uh, we had Christmas. How was your Christmas? You spent it in Arkansas? I did. I got to spend like two weeks in
1: Arkansas with my family, which is nice. I don't think I've gotten to spend that much time with them consecutively in years, it seems like, so... It's nice. I got to see the the chickens and the goats, the cats, mm-hmm. the dog, mm-hmm.
0: all the creatures,
1: <laughs> all the cr- my brother. Yeah, my you were parents. you were
0: you were posting a lot of little rascal stuff. You were going through the highlights. Your mom has all the swag. Has all the uh yeah, all, all the the memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. Um, my parents moved from where I grew up in Tulsa
1: to Arkansas while I was working. And so I wasn't able to be there for that. So they packed up the whole house, including my bedroom there and moved. And so the plan had been to go through boxes of my stuff to uh, see what to keep and get rid of. And then in the process found like the load of Little Rascals merch. So, yeah, I posted um, some of the stuff that I found, like the Little Rascals bucket. And I found a few more things I just Figured people would get kind of annoyed if I kept doing it. So maybe sometime down the line I'll post um, mm-hmm. more things. Like a gift that the makeup ladies, their uh, hair and makeup made for me. And um, a car- cardboard fence with our faces on it um, and stuff. But then Man. it sparked – what? Man, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, they promoted, you know, really heavily back then too because there wasn't Internet. So it was all like – you know, there were little rascals cookies that you would get at um, – mcdonald's and stuff because like you you couldn't just run ads on facebook um so so yeah there was that and then that kind of got a few of the other guys on board so blake collins who played um who i don't think a lot Mm. of people know still works in the entertainment industry he was one of the cameramen for sons of anarchy Um, oh that's cool yeah and uh he found the Pogs. Do you remember like the little circle cardboard Pogs? Yeah. 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 So there was, I mean, and these aren't even popped out of the, the cardboard yet. Like these are the un, unpopped, un, uncut originals. They haven't, they haven't been Pogged yet. Right. Right. And so I remember I had the Pogs and like the slam board and, Oh yeah. Like the rubber slammer and all that kind of stuff.
0: Um, I never played, I never played with the pogs. I just, I had some in that. Remember they can you could hold them in that tube. Yeah. Walk around with your tube full of pogs. Yep. So, yeah, I do remember all that. Um,
1: (laughs) I, I did not remember what the pog with me on it looked like um, until he posted it. And I'm literally sitting there holding the big stack of cash that, um, Buckwheat and I got selling tickets to the talent show. That's a good scene. Yeah. So I've got my like rubber band bank right there. Um, And so, yeah, I'm glad that they saw how much I like money. Speaking of that, um, (laughs) it's a great time of year to sign up for our Patreon and send us money. Um, We do exclusive episodes just for our paid listeners. And it's so much fun. Um, Mm -hmm. 100% satisfaction rate. For everyone who hasn't canceled.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're keeping those up. Uh I just tweeted that if he becomes a saint, the bruise becomes a relic. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I got my phone buzz because I'm subscribed to the
1: podcast tweets. Like, I get notifications just in case you tweet something, like, ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and so.
1: It, like, I tweeted phone... it
0: from... I I tweeted from my personal account.
1: Oh, you stole it. What?
0: No, I'm just kidding. That's okay. You were the one that said the relic thing. I just, it was a team effort. We efforted that together. Okay, good. So uh, also a a team effort. We thought we would go back through the 2010s and talk about the past decade of Catholicism in our lives and at large. And yeah, so uh, is that all the news? Do you want to? you want to just go straight? Um, I don't know the what else has happened, happened in the world. I mean, there's like, oh, well, there was a story that
1: according to, um, not Pew, uh, what's the other research people?
0: Um, uh, uh, Quinnipiac? No. No. <laughs> um, it starts with a G. Uh, Gallup. Gallup. According to Gallup,
1: uh, the two most admired men are uh, former President Barack Obama. Obama and current president Donald J. Trump, right? Um, they're tied, eighteen percent. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like, well, those are my two heroes. I try every day to be more and more like both of them. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like your your tweet was great. You just said, love both those guys. Yeah. Well, and they're, they're so. I mean, you know, they're so similar. um Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're both. You know, well, they're both presidents. Like I've never. They been both that. were elected. They both were elected president twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one's like a future. I'm holding futures in that. And uh, it's, you know, they both wrote books. Yeah. Uh, They both have daughters, two daughters. They both have wives, currently one wife, both of them. Right. Yeah. Obama's Uh, been slacking and just has had the one wife. Yeah, um, yeah, he needs but, to up the game. Yeah. They both one, one has owned hotels and the other has stayed in hotels. So there's yes. there's strikingly a lot of similarities. One released one released uh his favorite books of twenty nineteen, a list of those, and the other, I assume, has read many great books but just chose to keep them to himself. Uh which is, you know,
1: Yes, Trump Which, released, yeah, Obama released his list of favorite books. Trump released his, he's just said many, many great books.
0: Yeah, all the best. He read all the best books of 2019. <laughs> oh, amazing. Something. Okay, so let's we'll, the 2010s. so we'll do a few we'll do a, like we said, we'll do a few personal things first. Uh, and then I'll go through some of the things that happened in the church. That are kind of the lesser known stuff okay i found a list i'm gonna go through them live on the air and we'll talk about it you you start because the biggest catholic thing happened to you this decade which was you became one yes as we've talked i was i was
1: allowed i was received into the church
0: you were uh you were like we said The church doesn't allow, it tolerates things. So you were tolerated into the Catholic church. The church deemed me fit for membership, (laughs) technically speaking. Yeah, you have like a junior member, like at country clubs, how they have like senior members and junior members and things like that. True. I don't know when my membership fully vests. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we, as soon as we need, as soon as we need money for renovations, that's when we up your status exactly
1: which i'm fine with
0: you know yeah i'll play the mm-hmm. game okay so you did that what was the exact date remind us again
1: um easter 2012 okay okay <laughs> so it was a sunday in april i don't i guess i should know the exact it is easter 2012 that's the date right like that is as one day
0: that is the day it was the vigil right yes yeah at the Easter vigil Easter 2012 was Sunday April 8th so we're coming up on eight years Catholic for you do wow. the big question is do you regret it do I regret it no I'm sure the okay. church does the church is probably
1: like wow we should have done a bit more uh, um, oppo research on this this guy yeah. Um, no, I think uh, I, I will say that as a convert, becoming Catholic, is, especially in today's world, is, is just an interesting experience because you, there's several different sort of phases of your conversion. Um, so I've never regretted it. Um, I think there mm-hmm. were times, I mean, I'll just be candid, where I was like, man, I, w- I miss uh, not having to have morals. Um, <laughs> but,
0: you know, eventually cooler yeah. heads went out and, right. and it's all fine. Mm hmm yeah yeah i uh i totally totally so you did that oh uh, i did we've we've talked about that a lot, so this would be a good time if you haven't heard that story to go back and listen to every single episode you've ever done because I don't remember when we've talked about it, but you will find it eventually uh so you the the but one of the things that it, i mean a lot of people have this experience but you basically like you came to the church and had to learn about it all on your own essentially like you really didn't have much in the way yeah of, i mean I for want, the most I part i didn't support. have anyone like coaching me um but i was
1: very fortunate that once i talk, found the parish where i was received into the church um the priest would work with me one-on-one um but no yeah i wasn't like there wasn't anybody that came looking and was like hey you do you want to become Catholic like, they, like the Mormons do? Mm-hmm. Um, or Scientologists. Right, yeah, which I don't, they never, Scientologists thus far have never called me, but, um, you know. So, yeah, it was, I mean, there were people who helped along the way, but, I mean, for the most part, yeah, I didn't have, um, like, a, I wasn't anyone's apprentice or anything like that. Like, I, I wasn't like an Ambrose <laughs> and Augustine-type Relationship.
0: You weren't like a, yeah. You weren't like a uh, Thomas to Mister Bates type, or like a Daisy Daisy to Miss Padmore yes. type thing. Yeah. I still haven't seen that movie. Did you know? I that? know. Yeah, I know. It's. A sh- I didn't want to bring it up. I'm gonna watch we...
1: it after we're done recording because it's it's on streaming now.
0: Okay. So because we need to do an episode about it or like a recap. The, that's what. We only, that's the only thing we're known for is, uh, just our intense love of Downton Abbey. True. Downton Abbey bros. Dabs. Yeah. Like, like, uh, my little pony bros, bronies, but for Downton Abbey. Bronies. Did I tell you about the bronies thing? I knew about them, but did you have a story about them? Well, so it's, I thought
1: it was something, I thought it was, gross right like I I just assumed it was like furries where it's um, Mm -hmm. disgusting yeah and then I I found out that it's not yeah no it's just bros
0: who like my little pony
1: right and so because of that I was tweeting like where my bronies at and stuff Um, but the people I was with that day thought it was a gross you know rated R thing like furries and were like kind of offended by that tweet and it, it was a whole ordeal, mm. and I was like, "Sorry, I'm not like
0: sending out an all call for perverts. I promise." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not. Uh, it's not like a secret pizza gate symbol, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you like? <laughs> I can't even think of like any any
1: pony related acronym. Cheese pizza. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> How little do you want your ponies? <laughs> Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. So that happened. What other, do you have any like specific things you point to as far as Catholicism over the past decade? This could flame out Like for myself
1: or for the church? It's like the church No, we'll talk about
0: the church. I'm talking about just for yourself.
1: I think after coming into the church, um, let's see. I went to my first Latin mass and I did not like it right like I was horrified but no one had prepared me so I, I literally had a missile that was like the the Novus Ordo missile that had Latin and English and I just thought the Latin mass would have just been you know that but the Latin side of the page
0: so when I had no idea yeah. what was going yeah. on like how they have like, the dual English Spanish missile
1: yeah and so you know I was like this hot shot convert who thought i knew everything so the fact that i had no idea what was going on just didn't sit well with me Mm -hmm. um and it was septuagesima sunday when that happened oh Um, boy i know um so that was interesting it was like i think a year by within a year and a half i had gone back and started going to latin mass like exclusively but um that first experience was it was just kind of like well that's weird
0: yeah a friend in When I was in Los Angeles, a friend came with me, and they it was when we were doing the the Latin Mass Parish out there didn't have a parish at that time, so we rented a very nice but basically dead parish in West Hollywood for one mass a Sunday. You were there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, St. Victor's. St. Victor's. So my friend came, and they hadn't gone to a high mass really, and they picked up the normal the normal missile kind of leaf through it, leaf through it (laughs) once or twice. And then just like the, just the dejection in their face, they just put it back. I'm like, yeah, you're not using that thing. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons I tell people to just like, you know, take a breath,
1: you know, what's happening at mass. Um, If you're trying to figure out word for word, what's going on, you're just going to get frustrated. So just sort of, you know, observe.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just hang out. Trust you. Trust your gut. But in a good exactly. Catholic way. Yeah. Not Catholic a... gut. <laughs> yeah. The great yeah. unstoppable tradening. Hmm. That's it. Yeah.
1: That's it. So then, uh, anything? Okay. So that's 2013. I feel like a big moment happened for you that year too.
0: When I became godfather to. Fellow little rascal star Bug Hall. Yes. Bugless yeah. Hall. Yeah, they uh we've talked about that too a little bit, but he he we I had a group of friends in LA that kinda came back to the faith and he did, but he kinda he, he held out for as long as he possibly could. Like two two years basically. Year. Would did and a you half say came back? Years. He held out. Bug? Oh okay, I was like no. it wasn't even a comeback. Like he came from No, nothing. I, yeah, no. Oh, the, okay. the friends out there came back. But he he was part of that friend group, but he like held out coming into the church for like as desperately as long as he could. Right. Right. Like just like fighting it and then one day uh our our friend called me and I picked up the phone and he just screamed into the phone. He just yelled, "We got Bug." He was so excited. Like Bug just, <laughs> he just caved. He's like, it's, like from, uh, it's like from Dumb and Dumber. Where he's like, I got worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So he, he finally caved, like he just couldn't not do it anymore. And he asked me to be his sponsor. But since he got baptized, he wasn't sure if he ever had gotten baptized before. So they did a baptism. What yeah. is it called? Provisional baptism or like... Conditional. Or conditional. That's one. Uh, so since he got baptized, I think that qualifies me to be godfather and not just sponsor so it uh yeah so that happened i i will say we were very we were friends and we were close but also that group did not have a lot of confirmed catholics in it so you know process of elimination but also uh, we were friends and we were close so take of that what you will well, exactly very mm-hmm. good who's who, very, who, who, very who good wants godfather. To, who wants to banter about the specifics so who the wants thing to we banter. did okay i i would I'll take credit for another cool thing that happened. It's kind of minor, but I'll you know I'd like to uh go out twenty nineteen bragging about myself, please we were trying to figure out a gift to get bug for his uh for his baptism and all that, for his entrance into the church. And one of our friends out there, he used to, he would use the analogy, and I'm I'm sure it's not exclusive to him. So you've probably heard it before. Like it's every time just imagine your, imagine your life as a piece of wood. And every time you sin, you hammer a nail into that wood okay Uh and then you can confess it and the nail comes out but the hole is still there right so you're basically you want to preserve your piece of wood for your life as much as you can like so the specifics i'm sure someone can like knock that down but the you know what i'm getting the general idea of that yeah Uh, so we also real we also remembered that when you're baptized, you're basically, like, you start fresh and you begin anew. Mm-hmm. So I told the guys, I'm like, why don't we go get a fresh, unblemished piece of wood and frame it with, like, a little placard of his baptism entrance into the church state and present him with his new piece of wood, which I thought was a very cool idea. It is. That's, that's charming, really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to it. I think he probably still has it somewhere, but... Well, it, probably, like, after it was, went over. after the very first time he sinned after baptism, he actually
1: probably just had to burn it.
0: Yeah, he threw it away. He's like, Un- you only
1: get this once.
0: Yeah, he's like, unclean, unclean. He, start, he went out there and started hammering actual nails into it just to, like, yeah. keep track. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that happened. Um, yeah, I mean, that was probably the most significant. I, I was... Let's see, I was godfather to my nephew a few weeks ago. And there I was go. godfather to my friend Wyo's kid, Wayito, Wyo Jr, Eduardo Jr. They live in Houston. So I was three-time godfather in the 2010s. Yeah, how many kids do you have? Just the three. My large adult son Dang. and my two child sons.
1: All different moms?
0: hmm, Unfortunately. yeah he
1: now's a mixtape
0: yeah 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 that's true uh so that was that yeah that was a big that, that was the through line of the decade for me
1: nice um so then on a broad scale but obviously it happened to us too um right around this time actually the same year that bug came into the church um pope benedict announced his resignation um So that was a big deal, because that's, you know, it's been hundreds of years since a pope has resigned, but then it was the first time in history that there was ever a pope that decided to become Pope Emeritus. That's never existed before. Um, And so, obviously, that's a big thing. Um, I assume there'll be some kind of agreement that we never do the Pope Emeritus thing again, and anyone that decides to quit just has to, like, actually retire. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think... it's been uh, interesting
0: uh, having... What? We we did that we we did it we saw it we had it and I think it can be a one off.
1: Yeah, if anybody wasn't sure that that's a bad idea, well, we now know um, that there's just got to be one guy in white. Um, but I think the blessing from that was that we got Pope Francis, who we've who we've come to really appreciate um, lately, even though strange women you know attack him during his public appearances.
0: I was going to say, stay out of his face, or he'll get you.
1: Well, it's, he was a bouncer. He's like a trained fighter. He probably could have broke her in half. And so I feel like she got lucky that
0: it was just one slap <laughs> to the hand, too. Because I mean, he could have yeah. popped her in the mouth. She was saying something. Yeah, you don't want to go jab jabbing your jaw at the Pope. No, especially not this one. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't take a lot of uh, nonsense. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that happened. That happened. That so was so you weird. got greeted you more or less got greeted with a new pope some people like me had waited i i had to wait 21 years for a new pope
1: well apparently and... word of my conversion had finally made it to rome and mm-hmm. the pope was like i quit yeah <laughs> i can't i can't with this they're they're letting anybody <laughs> into this thing these days right was like i i just can't have this be my i i can't have this be my legacy got to make room for someone else <laughs>
0: yeah he's like he's like looking around Rome he's when all the cardinals are there he's like who's someone that would say something along the lines of who am I to judge that's who we that's who we need at this point if 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 Mabry's in yeah so there's that um yeah personally the only other thing that really I mean we're a little Latin mass goers and we talk about it but like but finding that mass really helped. I explained, so Father Harrison, friend of the show, former guest, he's in town, and I was driving him around yesterday, picked him up from the airport, showed him uh, the roads and stuff. I don't know what you show people, but I was telling him that my problem is, in mass, I don't, like, I'm not a big... We, we talk about like these emotional masses where they're like pumping you and like everyone's throwing their hands up and praising Jesus. And I was like that, that, you know, you can run the risk of over emotionalizing the mass. Right. Well, I told him, I said, my problem is the opposite. And basically like I felt would feel no emotion whatsoever. Like I just would sit there basically dead, more or less alive, but dead. And so I told him the, the thing I liked about the Latin mass is it didn't push me into overly emotional, but it actually brought me back up to like a happy medium where, where I can appreciate what's happening without, uh, you know, without just sitting there and knowing I have to be there. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So that was like a big, so that's what, I mean, I found, I started going in 2015 and that was, uh, that really helped. And that was like a big, big thing. Good, good thing for my life as a Catholic in the 2010s. So there's that. Uh, what Love ap- it. So you went, you, so what you say you, you went the first time to Latin Mass and you were horrified. What, why did you go back?
1: Um, It was, so it wasn't even necessarily to go to the Latin Mass. I went back because um, when I got to Dallas, I had been, my work schedule was crazy. And I was working, um, you know, six full days a week. And then sometimes we were even doing half days on Sunday. um, And I wanted to go to confession. I'm trying to think of which came first. Basically, the Latin mass parish, modern day that I go to was like 10 minutes from my house. It was kind of on my way to work-ish, and they had mass times and confession times all over the place. And so it was really just a convenience thing. Um, And so even then, it was kind of like, okay, well, they're here, and they have services, and their priests are, you know, really, uh, I guess, had a reputation for being really good um, confessors. They wanted to help you, you know become a saint and so i was like i can kind of compromise on the latin mass stuff because um, at the time i you know like i said it still just wasn't something i was a big fan of um and then i'm not really sure what clicked but after i think the third time i went i pretty much never stopped going
0: never stopped, never stopping yep yeah, yep
1: yeah, okay. so i guess i think i tweeted about it that day because that was how I, f- I figured out when it was it was like september of 2014 so i'd come into the church easter 2012 and that September of 2014 was when I'd started kind of lad Mass all day. Okay, that's not cool. all
0: day, but you know. You know, you know, you know. Okay, so uh, you want to hit some I'll, – I'll throw in some random things that happened. Not random, but, you know, th- some things that you might have not have known or might have forgotten about that happened in the 2010s. You ready? Yep. Let's hear it. Okay, did you know, or do you remember that, oh, I lost it, there it is, in 2012, Hildegard of Bingen is made a doctor of the church, Bingen, Hildegard of Bingen, she was made a doctor of the church, and she has been considered by many in Europe to be the founder of scientific natural history in Germany. Is that something you were aware of? Do you remember that? I no, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. She, uh, her, we talked about the doctors of the church before, and uh there are currently, do you remember how many there are? 36? There are thirty six, Zach. That's amazing. Did you just look that up, or you did you remember? No, I think I knew that. Like I thought I remembered that. Amazing. In in twenty fifteen, Gregory of Narek was declared a Doctor of the Church. Nice. He is an Armenian mystical and lyrical poet. We're letting poets in to be Doctors of the Church, Zach. Wow. So that's what happens. We're just letting anyone in. Yeah, 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 just letting anyone in. Uh, as you said, in February, February twenty thirteen, Pope Benedict resigned, and then a month later, Pope Francis is the first Latin American and first Jesuit to be Pope. Yes. So, shortly after he was uh, elected Pope, Pope Francis canonized over eight hundred Catholics that were killed by Turks in fourteen eighty. With this, he surpassed the record of Pope John Paul II in canonizing the most saints in a pontificate. So in two months, he's setting records. He just went, he just looked at the stats, and he's like, I need to to set the record for most saints canonized. Is there any way I can do that in one full swoop? So he just... Huh? So he just did it. Yeah, he just did it. Nice. Uh, in February 2015, the first Cardinals are declared in Myanmar and Tonga. They're the first Cardinals. It's I am not able to pronounce their names correctly, so I will not. But they, they're the first Cardinals, so in 2015, which is a good thing. The... Uh, then we had. Do you remember t- the end of 2015 to the till November of 2016 was the uh, extraordinary jubilee year of mercy, and in that year Rome received 21.3 million pilgrims. The Our Lady, the Shrine at Our Lady of Guadalupe, received 22 million pilgrims. In World Youth Day, received three million pilgrims. Dang. So they the president of this the pontific- been like a big giant, like Thanksgiving reenactment. <laughs> yeah. The were uh, there any president- Indians? I'm sure there were president, the president <laughs> of the pontifical council for new evangelization said that between 56% and 62% of all Catholics participated in these events, which is, uh, which is pretty wild. I don't know if that's a correct number, but you know, I like hey it. yeah you know you never want to let facts get in the way of truth
1: <laughs>
0: never yeah never let it get in the way of a good story never ever ever uh, the patriarch Kirill of Moscow the head of the Russian Orthodox Church and Pope Francis met in Havana Cuba in February of 2016 and signed a 30-point joint declaration prepared in advance, addressing global issues, including their hope for reestablishment of full unity. This was the first meeting between a Pope and a Russian Orthodox patriarch, wow. uh, which which is very nice, and uh, it's good that he's doing this. I, Russian when two interference, people, though. It is true. Yeah, 2016, in Havana? Was full of, 2016 was full of Russian interference. Yeah, what, Yeah, Havana. I hope they had
1: some delicious Cuban cigars and what a lot of people, Cuban cigars get all the press, but Cuban coffee is just excellent.
0: Is that, that's better? Oh
1: man. Well, I mean, it's, they you can't really compare coffee to cigars, but Mm -hmm. like, yes, Cuban coffee is fantastic. If you ever have the option to have that instead of regular coffee, go for Cuban.
0: Okay. What I... What I like about this is it's a very good thing and I'm glad they're meeting and I'm glad they're addressing global issues. But when when two people from different sides of things who certainly our guy Pope Francis is not going to give any leeway to them and I'm sure they aren't either. When they say things like including their hope for reestablishment of full unity, I'm like guys, it's going to take one of you. Like it's not we're not just going to like fully unify ourselves by saying it and just being like you're going to need to come back into the church. Right. Right. We can, we can go, we can have them meet and they can say things like, it's like a Joe Biden. We haven't really talked about him this episode. We need to keep the streak alive. But I saw a thing where he was like, yeah, I may consider a Republican running mate if I, (laughs) if I win. And I'm like, that's just, it doesn't. Okay. Great. Great. I'll give you an applause, like whatever, but it doesn't mean anything. But I'm do. I mean, if this was the this was the first meeting between a pope and a Russian Orthodox patriarch, so you have to start somewhere. So that's good. Uh, sad. You sad. do. You got to start. Yeah, and I guess a good place to start
1: too is Cuba, because like,
0: why not? Sure, it's open now. We did it. Uh, sad. Sad point in July of 2016, Jacques Hamel, a French priest, is murdered in the parish of uh, in his parish by two extremists who pledged allegiance to ISIS. Uh, his, oh, you hate to see it. Yeah, his cause for canonization has been opened. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, that was a sad day.
1: Um, I hate to break this up, but literally as we speak, Mariah Carey's Twitter has been hacked. No, what? Um, yes, and she's tweeting wildly inappropriate things. Like, oh, I can't man. even say any of them on air. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. with... Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, this this needs to be a Patreon episode so we can read these tweets, but we can't. Um, so, uh, yeah. I'm assuming this will get resolved, but it's just, this is one of the funniest things about, like, this time in history. Is, like, obviously, this is Mariah Carey's actual Twitter account. It has a white checkmark um, inside of a blue circle. Uh, oh it is a white so checkmark everyone calls it a blue yeah check I know. a mark, lot of people it's are a white checkmark right but it's it's a white checkmark um mm-hmm. right and so somebody has has got the password and is tweeting about eminem the they white said, rapper
0: uh, they they tweeted follow and then they put their at for now for the twitter password so like if you follow them you can get the you can get the twitter password some people are stupid yeah. they just like admitted
1: to their crime. Is it a mm-hmm. I guess, is it a crime? I don't
0: know. Like identity I know. theft? I guess. I don't know. But it certainly, by the time we put this episode up, the tweets will have been deleted and order will have been restored. I right. think. Probably. I guess. I don't know. Probably. Um <laughs> Yeah that's what happens okay uh may of 2018 do you remember the bishops of chile offered their resignations to pope francis do you remember that zach yes that was wild Mm-hmm. yeah that was a that was a pretty major thing it was a pr- pretty major thing and kind of a there was a lot more to come that year in December of 2018, the Holy See recognized the Orthodox Church of Ukraine, not the Ukraine, just of Ukraine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The Holy See did or the Patriarch of Constantinople? Uh, the thing I'm reading says the Holy See recognized the Orthodox Church of Ukraine. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. So, like, the deal with that is that the idea there is that the Ukraine Orthodox are supposed to be according to Russia part of the Russian Orthodox Church and so the idea that there's a separate Ukrainian Orthodox Church is controversial to the Russian Orthodox Church and when it was recognized by Constantinople the Russians freaked out because they were like wait cuz like it's it's this weird thing in orthodoxy is that you're like you exist if all the other orthodoxies says that you exist it's it's sort of mm-hmm. weird um and so yeah i guess i missed the part where the holy see got involved Oh, they got all up in that Zach all up in all up in the ukrainian orthodox Church's mentions Mm -hmm. got muted by the russian i'm I'm assuming that blew up the uh, havana conversation
0: uh in july of 2019 pope francis accused the russian orthodox church of attempting to manipulate other religions in ukraine so the uh the friendship did not get a chance to blossom it came to a it came to a grinding halt, and it, uh, you know, we hope, that, we hope that things will get worked out soon. That's what happened. Also in July of 2019, it was announced that Pope Francis had transferred the nine bone fragments which were displayed during the Year of Faith Mass to Orthodox Ecumenical Patriarch Barth- Bartholomew of Constantinople. Bartholomew, who serves as head of the Eastern Orthodox Christian Church, described the gesture as brave and bold. So we talked huh. about this. Remember we talked oh, about this yeah. on the podcast a little bit, talking about because how people were being turds. Yeah, and the I and we kind of just talk it's the bone fragments, they're supposed to be of Peter, right? Right. And well they are of Peter, yeah. I mean I prayed by well, those that, when I
1: converted. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I mean I, I I meant that, in a. I was more questioning if I was correct. So they are, yeah, yeah the bones yeah. of, yeah, the bones of Peter. And we talked about how maybe that's not a bad thing because if you want to reunite the church, who better to do it than the first Pope, right? So if you, so yeah, it's like, there's still plenty of, there are re- still relics of Peter at the Vatican. He did not just give them all away he did not transfer he did not transfer the church over to the orth the, the uh orthodox christians right i mean he was more or less
1: reaffirming the centrality of peter and how they need to get in line right um and so i mean yeah it was a kind gesture but that i i think that that's fine like i don't think that i mean i i you know i have a lot of issues with Orthodoxy, and I, you know, we've made those known, but I don't think we have to be belligerent towards them. Um, they do have valid sacraments.
0: Hmm. So yeah, we got to bring them back together. And the last thing here, I did not know this. I, I don't know if we just didn't see it or what, but uh, the Episcopal Conference of Poland has agreed to begin the canonization process for the parents of John Paul II. This happened in October of this year. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's like we're uh, running out of people. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, do we have any family members of people we already looked into? Because we're we're kind of out of ideas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, I'm sure they're nice people.
1: Oh yeah, the nicest, Amelia um, yeah, and <laughs> Carol Senior.
0: So he, I didn't know that. Uh, Pope John Paul II is a junior. Carol Junior. KJ? Yeah. KJ. 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 Yeah, exactly that one. So yeah, Emilia Carol. By far, Carol. one of my
1: favorite carols.
0: I'm sorry, what'd you say? He was by far one of my favorite carols. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So they. Uh, so now their their is open for canonization. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What a decade it's
1: been for Catholicism.
0: Mm-hmm. It's. It's one of those things that uh is getting recognized. people are talking about and we're getting recognized more and more what's the thing you what's the thing you say catholicism
1: is an example of a religion that's uh doing great work and being recognized more and more
0: (laughs) yeah exactly that yeah what do you do you have any hopes for 2020 let's let's dive into that what do you well i I did say my goal for this decade is to be the
1: uh I said my goal for this decade is to become the second member second cast member from the Little Rascals to be impeached by the United States House of Representatives.
0: That's very good. I hope that happens. Me too. Yeah.
1: I think you still get your pension if that happens, and that's what I would want.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm uh I didn't want to tell you this, but I have been secretly like gathering information to file articles of podcast impeachment.
1: That would be, like, the least secretive process. Like, you wouldn't have to do any digging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, hey. You know? Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to this coming 2020. I just want to see our podcast continue to thrive. Um, I'd love to get a good community of, like, a few hundred uh, patrons because I think that'll just make it more fun to all kind of interact and do the paywall mm. podcasts and have yeah, message yeah. boards yeah, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, so building that community um, I think we should hang out in person more
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what you about you what are your goals that exactly that yeah yeah the uh, uh yeah yeah, I don't know uh I don't know what else there is. I I really don't have I'm not a goal I'm not goal oriented. Yeah, I, that's a good I,
1: way to not end up disappointing yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I uh yeah, I just want I just want Catholicism to keep on trucking, live it uh live live it all live it up, and that's about it. Do you here's a when do you think this is the end of the decade or are you one of those people that think the end of next year is the end of the decade.
1: Um, that's tough because, like, here's my problem: is that I was born in 1990, so in my view, that's the beginning of the 90s. But I know that the other viewpoint is that, like, the ni- 1990 is the end of the 80s and stuff. But like, to me, obviously, because I was born, it was like the beginning of an era, not the end of an era. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. i I think because of the circumstances by which I became born, um. I'm more of a, this is the start of the new decade. It's the twenties.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, I think cause year zero, it, it didn't start with one. It started with zero, right? So zero is the beginning of the decade. That's how I look at it. Well, wait. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Right? So zero, zero to one is one. So the, the number of the year is not the year. Like this isn't 2019 because it's because we're finishing the 219th year, right? That's where that's right. I don't know. That's basically that's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It sounded it better is. in my head. I don't know anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. May- oh yeah yeah no 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 I'm right. So like yeah 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 I'm gonna not cut this but I should. But I'm agreeing with yeah. you. All right. You're what sure. else? You always what? need to. Yeah. Do we have anything else here?
1: Um, I don't think so. I mean, I guess I'll just do some shameless promoting and remind everybody that I, um, I do have a day job as an accountant. Um, and so if you have a business or you're just for yourself or your family need help with taxes, let me know. Um, even if you didn't do any of your bookkeeping all year, I can get you, um, hooked up, without you having to, uh, go through all the mess. So.
0: You know do it yeah the uh we took a break and sorry about that but we'll be back and we'll be back with our normally scheduled podcast garbage from here on out including more patreon episodes but we wanted to at least do one more before the year ended and uh that's about it i'm sorry i don't have a saint of the week but you know what you're all saints in my book all of you yeah all of you and if you're listening to this and you're at the focus conference uh i I will not be at the conference but i might be wandering around with some of the people there so i hope to see you and that's about it for me zach you have any signing off words um thank you guys
1: for everything this this decade we'll see you next decade um pray for us we'll pray for you um if you're If you're listening to this, uh, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber or a Lyft um, or a taxi or take the subway or a bus. Um, Any other methods of transportation you can think of.
0: All right. Good work. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week.